Shall we begin? Let's begin now. In scholarly writing, we stick with clear and exact facts and statements. Welcome to WriteCast, a casual conversation for serious writers, a monthly podcast by the Walden University Writing Center. I'm Claire Helikoski. And I'm Casey Walls. Hi, folks. This month, we are going to discuss scholarly voice. What is it? How do you use it? What should you avoid? First, I want to say a huge thank you for listening. This is our 90th episode. We've covered such a huge range of topics here on the podcast, and if you're looking for some helpful categories, you can review those on our main Walden Writing Center website home for the podcast. It's been so great to be a part of WriteCast, and I'm excited to talk about our topic for this episode. When we say scholarly voice, we mean sentence structure and phrasing that is typically found in academic writing. This is one of the aspects that makes scholarly writing unique from how you might write, say, an email to a friend or maybe a personal blog post, or even the tone and approach of this podcast. (laughs) We're not talking in scholarly voice here. This is a casual conversation. Exactly. So how we're talking here is casual voice rather than scholarly voice. But, for example, the paper Casey and I published together was written in scholarly voice. It's just about shifting your tone and ensuring that you avoid certain phrasing or style tendencies. And there are a few things you can do or look out for to ensure that your writing voice is scholarly. First, use clear and direct sentences. This might mean having simpler sentences with a clear structure where the reader can tell who is doing the action. Another aspect of clear and direct sentences is avoiding addressing the reader directly or having a directive tone. By directive tone, I mean instances where you are giving the reader advice, using you, asking questions of your reader, or basically telling them to do something. So these writing style choices are common in other writing venues, but in scholarly writing, we stick with clear and exact facts and statements. We don't make emotional appeals to the reader, and we aren't giving directions usually. Instead, we are just writing concretely about our own given topic. An example of you used to avoid would be something like, first, you interview the patient. Unless you were asked to give directions, you should have something like, the first step a nurse should take is to interview the patient. This way, it's clear who is doing the action, and you aren't giving the reader directions. You're simply explaining the process of a task. Right. And Casey mentioned emotional appeals, too, and that's something else to avoid and which aligns with that clear and direct statement. In other forms of writing, phrases like, a really horrific disease might be used. But in academic writing for scholarly voice, we strive to be precise. And rather than swaying the reader with descriptors, we instead rely on logic and outside research to help make our argument. So instead of a really horrific disease, I might write something like a disease that has a high mortality rate or a disease that has caused X number of deaths this year worldwide. And then a citation to support that. And sort of along these lines, we recommend avoiding metaphors or similes when you're using scholarly voice. Things like this experience can be a roller coaster for parents should be avoided. It's not a literal roller coaster, right? So instead, something like this experience can create emotional upheavals for parents is more clear and objective. 
I see that kind of thing a lot. It's really mm-hmm. easy to do because we <laughs> see it so often in other writing venues. Don't stress too much if any of these are writing tendencies of yours, because you can always know that about yourself and make time to revise and rephrase them. Absolutely. It all comes with practice. I mean, we've talked about passive voice in previous episodes, and that's another thing you want to try to avoid in scholarly voice because it creates a lack of clarity. A study was conducted is an example of passive voice. Who conducted the study? We don't know in this instance, so we can rephrase it to something like, researchers conducted a study. I think a lot of times students use passive voice either without realizing it or because it sounds a little fancier or more scholarly to them, but it's actually creating a lack of clarity, so we generally recommend you try to avoid it. I see that sometimes, too, where students might use a really complex sentence structure or really big words to sound scholarly. But honestly, scholarly writing is not about using big words or complicated sentences. It's about being clear and direct. And yes, sometimes you'll need to use specialized terminology from your field, but especially as students, you should aim for clarity and focus rather than trying to sound smart or elevated. Get your point across as succinctly as possible. I know that maybe using simple language can make you feel like an imposter or alternatively using fancier terms might make you feel like more of an insider. But honestly, if you try to write succinctly and clearly, you'll see that it can actually be a lot harder than it originally seems. I'm always very impressed when I read writing that is clear and easy to follow as opposed to overly complex, overly complicated. So we also recommend reading what you're assigned for coursework and published articles in your field carefully and possibly allowed to really internalize that tone. You want to pay attention to the tenets of your field and that level of vocabulary and just generally get a sense of how other experts are talking about your subject. I can't stress that enough. It will get easier as you expose yourself Mm -hmm. to more writing and scholarly voice and you'll really start to get a feel for it. So as a quick review... Use clear and direct sentences. Avoid you use. Avoid emotional appeals, metaphors, and passive voice. And don't worry about sounding smart or fancy. Focus on being clear and direct. Scholarly voice is, like anything, something you get the hang of with practice and exposure. And I'll link to some great resources with more examples in our show notes. Until next time. Keep writing. Keep inspiring. WriteCast is a monthly podcast produced by the Walden University Writing Center. Visit our online writing center at academicguides.waldenu.edu slash writing center. Find more WriteCast episodes on iTunes, Stitcher, TuneIn, or your favorite podcast app. We would love to hear from you. Connect with us on our blog and at writing support at waldenu.edu. Thanks for listening.